I hope I haven't seen you in like almost two years now, but if you could <laughs> introduce yourself with your name, where you're from, and the basketball position that you play. Yeah, so um, I'm Hope. I'm from SoCal, Torrance specifically, um, and I play point guard or guard. Yeah, and I'm a, I'm a freshman at Caltech. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, for those listening, Hope is a freshman at Caltech this upcoming fall. She'll be a sophomore. She's committed yeah. for Caltech basketball. Pretty impressive, if I say so <laughs> myself. Um, so if you could start with how long you've been playing basketball for. Yeah, so I started in kindergarten. So that's, was this year... uh 14 you're 14 yeah (laughs) (laughs) um and when did you I'm pretty sure you probably played like school basketball or um like maybe a league in your city or something but when did you start the competitive club basketball yeah so I did club during middle school so sixth through eighth grade is really when I played club um and yeah, no, I just joined a local club. Um, definitely a lot more commitment than like school basketball. <laughs> um, I, my, my middle school and elementary school didn't really have a team. So I didn't join school basketball until um, high school. So I kind of had to play club if I wanted to play competitively. Mm. Um, did you continue the, with the same club like in when you were in high school basketball? I did not. I decided to focus on like high school and um, the high school team. So just like academics and stuff, yeah. Um, what were some key differences between when you played, like at the time that you did play in club basketball versus maybe like high school basketball? Um, so definitely like the time commitment um, because we would have tournaments like every other weekend basically for club. Um, so a lot more traveling. Um, the level of playing was definitely like higher for like our age level um and it's just like more competitive like fighting for like starting positions you know um so a little bit because my high school team was small Uh, I went to Chadwick school so it's a smaller private school um so playing time was never an issue so uh, (laughs) uh that was a big difference for me um I know that I played um club softball so I kind of understand mm-hmm. where you're coming from about the yeah. competitiveness and fighting mm-hmm. for positions and I played a little bit of club basketball probably not to the same extent that you did because softball was my main sport for a really long time right um how would you describe um maybe like a casual like tournament weekend for you you know like with the early calls and what your day would look like yeah so it'd be like a Saturday through Sunday thing. Um, So we'd wake up early, you know, sometimes 6 a.m. or 8 a.m. for like morning games, drive out an hour or so, um, like San Gabriel or something, Glendale. Um, And then the the gym might be like, it might be at a school or it might be at one of the facilities where it's like a bunch of courts together and they're just nets separating each court, which was very chaotic Um, (laughs) because people are like walking past on like the baseline. There's a lot of whistles. Like sometimes during the game, we'd, people would stop because they thought it was like our court's whistle, but it wasn't. (laughs) So very noisy. Um, And then usually we'd have like 
two games, depending how we did, like per game or per day. So like two to three, um, hanging around, like waiting for the next game, usually not enough time to like go back. Um, and then, yeah, so same thing for the next day. <laughs> um, what would you do for some bonding moments, maybe like in between games if you had the time? Yeah, so sometimes I would like nap in the back of my car. <laughs> like on the team, we'd like go out for like lunch or dinner, um, or just watching another game. Like sometimes in our club, we would have like an A and B team if like the grade was big enough. Mm. So we'd watch like the, the B teams games and such and cheer them on. So yeah, as someone who's been playing um, sports for basically as long as you can remember, like almost your whole life. Um, what are some of your favorite and least favorite parts of being a student athlete? Favorite part by far is like playing with other people and just, I mean, that's why like I love team sports in general, just, you know, growing with others and working hard with them and they're going through the same thing. So, you know, it's kind of like a bonding shared experience. Um, least favorite it's just like managing time because you want to do everything. Like I want to, you know, play basketball and get A's, hang out with friends, sleep. <laughs> so like sometimes those have to like be compromised. Um, yeah. What is maybe like a life lesson or something that you've learned from one of your teammates, especially because basketball is a group sport. Um, what is something you've learned from being in it or something that stuck with you throughout the years? Ooh, yeah. Um, I would say, I suppose like my motivation behind the sport because it's a lot of work. Like you're working hard and you're pushing yourself. So you kind of need like something to drive you, right? And as I was playing throughout the years, like I got burnt out in high school a little bit for, for a short amount of time. But then my senior year season was actually really fun. Like I love the girls. We did great, like considering we only had like seven or eight players on the roster because some people were injured. So it was, you know, a lot of work, but um, even throughout that, like I still, I loved every moment because I was able to, you know, work with the girls and get to know them, you know, especially as I was graduating, you know, a little sad, but <laughs> um, so I definitely say, yeah, like motivation behind the sport, you know, just getting better and pushing others to also get better. Did you also get to finish out your senior season or was it cut off? Yes. No, I was so glad I was because I know some people, theirs was cut short, but I was so glad that ours was able to go all the way through. Um, what were maybe some activities that you did in high school that um, in your gut maybe contributed to the college application process? Mm. Yeah. Um, so I did VEX Robotics. Um yeah, so I did a lot of STEM clubs. Like I was a part, in, a part of like a lot of clubs. That's how I did it. Uh, so I didn't get, I didn't do like one club and like get really in depth with that, which I, I think now I'm trying to do more of. Um, but yeah, so I was part of X Robotics, the Science Olympiad team, um, the math club team. And yeah, I think those are my main. Oh, and then some, there's one called Project Girl to Girl, which is where we do like like once a month, um, like workshops with some like fifth grade girls at a local elementary school. Um, so we just set up fun things, you know, like potato clock, classic things. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think a combination of those kind of showed like my enthusiasm for STEM. Um, and I definitely, I did learn a lot through those. 
um, especially, yeah, yeah, basically, I did learn a lot. It's Bex Robotics. I wish I could have actually contributed more time to that because it's such a great activity. Like, I, I suggest it if you're really into robotics, like double E, Mechie, whatever. Um, yeah. With all the clubs and stuff that you did in high school, were there any um, summer programs that you feel like made a big impact on, you know, like who you are, made you think about um, something differently or that you're really happy with doing? Other than, you know, like the Caltech camp, which we'll go into a little bit later. Yeah, so for like one example is Project Girl to Girl. Like I really, that showed me that I really like like tutoring and like teaching younger kids about STEM and getting them excited because most people think, or most like younger kids think STEM is like really like math and science are hard and like, oh, that's only for the smart kids. But it's like, there are a lot of exciting things um, that I think that are overlooked sometimes. So just getting kids excited about that um, is something that I realize I, I really love doing. Yeah. Um, did you have a, a role model either like in your family or one of your teachers who, um, you know, sort of got you interested into STEM or kind of like supported you throughout being a STEM major? Yeah, um, I would say my ninth grade science teacher, she, um, she's very like, her personality, she has a very enthusiastic, passionate personality. Like she's very like bubbly and like, yay, let's go. Like <laughs> hyping us all up. <laughs> um, so I think her passion for like STEM really like kind of sparked my own interest and in, being like, oh, like, yeah, like, math and science is like, it is really fun, <laughs> and there's a lot of cool things, um, so yeah, I definitely say, yeah, her. and then all the other teachers along the way, too, just very encouraging, so very thankful for them. <laughs> um, how has being a student athlete, especially in such a competitive and, you know, stereotypically difficult field like STEM affected, like, who you are today? I think, I mean, there are a lot of challenges, like not only like in basketball on the court or maybe in the classroom or like in the lab or something. Um, so I think just learning how to deal with challenges and respond to them has made me like a more like tenacious and determined person, um, which is something that I think is very important to have in those tough fields. Um, so I'm very thankful for like that those activities like positively influenced me in that way. Uh, yeah. Um, in high school, based off of, you know, like the- Wait, sorry, you got quiet again. Oh, can you hear me now? Uh, let me try again. Can you hear me? Yeah, okay, this is good. Okay, I don't know why it's doing that. Yes. Um, <laughs> but um, based off of, you know, like the clubs that you're doing and the fact that you're at a place like Caltech, um, what was one of your favorite high school STEM classes that you took? Ooh, STEM classes. I'd say I took AP Physics e &M my senior year. So I'd say, because I'm an electrical engineering major, so that was like close to what I wanted to do. Because I knew I wanted to do engineering and I started liking electronics later on in high school. Um, so I think that like doing those labs, because um, that was like my first physics class. I was like actually like a physics class because beforehand our like freshman and sophomore year, we weren't, 
we couldn't pick our science classes. Um, it was kind of like like a core, I suppose, core curriculum kind of thing. Um, but yeah, no, I really liked um, physics E and M, and I thought it was a lot of fun. <laughs> school was it more I guess like STEM based or did they give you like a range of maybe liberal arts or arts classes that you could take? Yeah I, th I think it's more liberal arts oriented because um, our school's like theater and arts program is pretty good so they a lot of the budget goes to there. <laughs> um, so yeah like I wouldn't say it's not a STEM based school um, but I, I didn't like mine too much because I thought you know it's good to like be exploring like all those different areas yeah yeah um out of the classes that you've taken so far at Caltech what has been um maybe one of your favorite classes or most interesting most interesting um I took a double e class electrical engineering class uh spring term um it was kind of like an introduction to um like different electrical engineering ideas, like specifically waves. So it was a, a lab um, and we do cool projects. They, they had little kits for us. Um, so we'd be doing experiments with that. And I thought it was really cool to like be doing something hands-on, especially since we were online. Like at least it was something that I could do like hands-on in like a little lab in my home, I guess. <laughs> what is, speaking of projects, what was maybe a high school project that you worked on or like something you worked on at um, Caltech so far that really sparked like yeah I'm really getting into this electrical engineering thing or STEM thing. Mm. Um, so I did do a project in high school it was like I got that feeling not necessarily for electronics or electrical engineering specifically though. Um, so in high school I did um, a program like the I don't remember what it's called, but it, it's something about like entrepreneur, uh, like to encourage students to become entrepreneurs and like make their own business. So I did a little project where I 3D printed little like car kits for like elementary school students to like build and put together and learn about STEM and stuff. So I really loved like learning how to 3D print and like that process, um, which is more like mechanical engineering oriented, which is why I was really interested in mechanical engineering as well during high school. <laughs> um, so I say that really like, because I, I had no idea what I was doing when I first started trying to 3D print, but I was really surprised with like how well I was able to like teach myself and just like through Googling <laughs> and asking friends who knew how to do it. Um, so yeah. I did, uh, like for a while I was set on doing, um, on being a STEM major, especially like um, going into the, um, Caltech camp I thought like I'm just gonna like apply the STEM major like more like computer science rather than engineering though but I had mm -hmm. taken like a principles of engineering class and then now um now I'm going into the fall with an entrepreneurship major which is like very oh, different yeah but, um, I thought it was interesting how you said that you took like some entrepreneurial project or um or program but yeah, I kind of like really switched, but for electrical engineering, um, you said that you were interested in that major, but also slightly mechanical. Yeah. Um, how do you feel that you became, like, I guess in what ways did you find out that I'm actually passionate about 
being in this double E major? Yeah, so it was, <laughs> we, we don't have to declare at Caltech until spring term freshman year. So I had lots of time to decide. Um, and I, it was honestly, I was honestly going back and forth between the majors because, well, they're not even that quite similar, but um, for mechanical, I was very interested in like building things and being hands-on, like with a 3D printer and, you know, CADing and all that. Um, and I didn't really have as much experience with double E except AP physics, which isn't exactly like, it's not quite the same thing. <laughs> um, but I think this project that I'm, that I'm working on um, for my surf, um, I actually started in the spring as well. And it's very um, electrical engineering oriented. Um, and I started learning a lot about electronics and feeling a little bit more confident in my skills um, in electrical engineering. So um, that's kind of how I decided on that major um, instead of mechanical engineering. Yeah. And I also wanted to comment on what you said about the entrepreneurial class thing. Um, I think I, I wrote about this in my um, essay actually for Caltech about oh, how, really? <laughs> yeah, about like how entrepreneurship and STEM are like more closely related than people think, because I do have a passion for both. Like I, like with the STEM kits, with the program, like that, you know, combining those two. Um, so I actually think that's very interesting that you switch because like if I were to pick a non-STEM major, I'd definitely do like business or something like that. <laughs> um, so yeah, I also thought that was very interesting. Yeah. I, think, I think it's nice that some, I guess nowadays for our generation that some schools are um, like opening up where people can do STEM, but also stuff in liberal arts. Cause yeah. um, I remember even the summer before I started applying because since I'm, because my international school then um, at the Caltech camp I just told people I was going into my senior year when technically with the time range that the international school was it was as if I was taking a gap year so it's oh. like yeah for some people it's um, kind of complicated to explain like the whole process yeah. but basically I'm graduating like I graduated this year and I think something I've seen more in schools, at least when I was applying or like around the time that we've applied for college, is that some of them really emphasize like, hey, we have this dual program where you can do like STEM on one day and then the next day you could be doing like complete business stuff or like mm -hmm. international relations or arts, yeah. that kind of thing. Um, That's awesome. I think speaking of surf, could you explain for maybe some people who don't know what surf is, Caltech, like what the concept of it is and maybe tiny details of the thing that you're working on? Yeah, so surf is, it stands for what? Summer Undergraduate Research Fellowship. Yeah, I believe that's it. Uh, so it's just encouraging um, Caltech undergrads to like pursue research projects and do research in Caltech labs or even in other colleges it, that's still under the surf program. Um, in my projects, um, like I was talking to Grace earlier, um, it's through, it's actually part of a competition, the NASA Big Idea Challenge. So in that competition, we're trying to address a problem, which is like a topic for the year. And this year it was dust mitigation, lunar dust mitigation. Um, so we are developing these panels that you can like connect together to make like a modular system that generate electric fields to move dust off, like off of things, because dust is Lunar dust is electrically charged. So it's definitely like very like electronics oriented, which is like right up my alley. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
it's 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 challenging because it's something that's very new, a very new technology. Um, but it's exciting in that sense too because hopefully this will work out, um, and it's something that we can work on in the long term as well, and hopefully get to the moon, which would be super cool. <laughs> How long have you been working on this surf project so far? Yeah, so I started in the spring, um, but I joined really late because they actually like developed the project earlier in the fall. So some people have been working on this for almost a year. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Do you get to work with um, like upperclassmen or are you maybe like the only freshman in it? Uh, there are actually a lot of fresh or rising sophomores and like people in my grade, um, but there are also a lot of upperclassmen who are working on it. Uh, I know our project lead had taken a gap year and he was working on this full time. Um, so yeah, it's it's amazing. But we also get to work with graduate students uh, who are connected to the lab that we're like nominally working under. Um, and also like reach out to like JPL scientists and LIGO scientists, which is really cool. <laughs> what is it, what has it been like, like working with, you know, those people who have so much experience, especially in like grad school or JPL people? Um, it definitely, well, at first it was very like overwhelming. Like, oh my gosh, like I'm, I, I'm a freshman. I don't know what, what <laughs> I'm, I'm nowhere near their level, but when you get to know them, it, they're actually very willing to help you. And they, you know, also are invested in the project because I've realized like the scientists are very curious about like helping other people's projects because I mean, science is awesome. You know, there's a lot of awesome things going on around Caltech and JPL and all that. So everyone's, they're willing to like work with you and explain and they understand that you're like still learning. Um, so it's awesome. It's, it's really great, great opportunity. Um, if you were to give either a piece of advice like to one of the STEM kids that you taught or if there's a piece of advice that you've received from um, someone in your surf program, then what advice would you give and what is the best advice that you've received from um, people in the STEM field? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, well, one piece of advice that I would give, this one is more based off my observations. It's not something that was directly like my advice is this, yeah. but it's just like reading a lot about like new technology and new things, like what's going on in different fields, because that can help you maybe in whatever project you're working on or just starting conversations with other people and also just like keeping like knowing like what's what's going on like what, what are the hottest products and research um and then best advice i've received from someone in the stem fields Ooh. i think oh i don't know that's that's a, that's a tough one <laughs> it's just I don't know, I guess just staying curious and being open-minded, um, always a good piece of advice, um, which is quite related to that observation that I had about, you know, just reading about things, so. Yeah, yeah. What is, um, I guess, what is something, what is maybe like another field that you would wanna combine with electrical engineering? Like if you hypothetically did another, um, if you were like running a surf program, but you combined it with 
electrical engineering in another field, what would you want the other field to be? Ooh. So I'm interested in biomedical devices. That's like, that I don't, yeah, I, I just, the, the technology is very like interesting to me. I don't have experience with it, given that I'm doing, you know, aerospace stuff, but like small on-ship things, you know, just to help people um, to revolutionize the health industry. That sounds really cool to me. So I'm interested in that. So I definitely combine electrical engineering with like biology or bioengineering. Um, so I hope to do a project on that, something in that field uh, in the future. <laughs> yeah, hopefully when you do, then you'll just like come back on this podcast. I'm still running it and then we'll yeah. talk about it. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so in your first year of college was when like COVID and stuff was going on. Um, so what was your first year of college like online, especially for, you know, a school with such high status and difficult classes like Caltech? Mm-hmm. Um, it was definitely, so it wasn't as hard as I thought it'd be because for Caltech freshmen, the first two terms are pass fail, which is very generous. So it's like 50% <laughs> is what you need in the class to pass. Um, so it's a pretty low bar. <laughs> Um, although you still, I mean, it does require work because you, you have to like understand the content and all that to do sets. Um, and yeah, so like classes would be structured with like sets every week and then a midterm and final. Um, but online, um, we utilize Discord a lot. So our grade <laughs> kind of like a whole like grade, freshman grade um, Discord server. And we'd be helping each other there. Um, you know, like asking questions or like checking answers on voice call. Um, so it, that was really great. Like without Discord, we would not have survived. <laughs> um, and later in the spring when we were, when I was living with um, two other girls, um, two other freshmen, um, we were able to, you know, collaborate in person. So that was a lot nicer. <laughs> for the girls who were your roommates, were they in the same major as you or did you just have a couple of classes together? Um, we just had similar classes. They're both BioEs, um, but freshman core is pretty much the same for like Caltech freshmen, um, oh, okay. give or take one or two classes. Okay, so it's not like made completely major based yet. Yeah, um, people don't usually start taking classes in their major for, until sophomore year, um, or if they want to get ahead, they'll start later in freshman year. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I was, I was so shocked when you said that it wasn't um, as hard as you thought it would be. Because <laughs> I have, I know one other person, I think, other than you, who goes to Caltech, and you both are just, like, very extremely, like, intelligent people, and just to hear from someone that Caltech, like, isn't hard, I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, like, just to, to clarify. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, myself, like, senior year high school hope would have, if, if she heard me say this, she would have been like, what, what are you talking about? What? <laughs> um, because, yeah, people are really willing to, like, help you and get you through it. So it's definitely, like, a little difficult adjusting at first. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I expected, like, way worse. So that's why I suppose I say it's, like, not as bad. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, we're also, we're not on grades, so the very low stress, at least in, for me, in my opinion. Um, yeah, but we'll see with sophomore year. <laughs> that, one, that one is where it's gonna ramp up a little. 
would you say that your professors in general are very like accommodating or just like willing to say like hey we have office hours here or just like reach out to me yeah I I definitely think they are and that's one of the perks of going to a smaller school because they can hold you know more office hours or like the office hours are smaller so they can have you know better conversations um between people and they definitely are like willing they, they were very I thought they were very accommodating for like considering it was online for um, all our classes last year which I was very thankful for <laughs> um and they like listen to student feedback too so they're very responsive in that sense so that's that's good to hear, especially from Caltech. And I forgot that it was such a um, small, like a much smaller student body, especially because it's private. Yeah. Um, so you had your first year um, online for school, at least. Are you going to go in person, like in the fall or hybrid, maybe? I think it's going to be completely in person. Mm-hmm. Well, for those students who are returning have to be vaccinated. Mm. So students who aren't able to get vaccinations, I imagine might still be online, but I'm not sure how they're gonna do that yet. <laughs> they haven't released anything officially. Okay. Um, so since your first year of college was online academic wise, um, did Caltech have any like practices or any like season prep or scrimmages during the school year? Like what was that like? Uh, yeah, so during the fall and winter, uh, our coach just gave us, like, workouts to do and said, you know, do it on your own time as best as you can, um, which is obviously not ideal, but thankfully in the spring, we were able to get practices going again for those who were in the area, um, and that's across all sports, so, um, it was very nice to start playing once again. We were all very rusty, of course, (laughs) um, but better to start sooner than later. Yeah. Um, I guess this is more of just like a question for me. Like, do you do you have an idea of what schools in the California area you guys play, or if you have like a lot of home games in the upcoming school year? Because I just I think I might want to come out and see some if I can. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah, you should. Um, I don't. I'm. I don't know which teams coach has lined up for us for like our preseason, like during November and December. Um, cause I know we have a lot of games during them, especially like during Thanksgiving break and winter break, actually, we have some games. Um, I know in our Sky Act that like our conference, uh, we play like, ooh, what is it? Laverne, Cal Lutheran, I think, Pomona, uh, Redlands. Um, yeah, that's all I can think on the top of my head. Uh, but like, yeah, once within like in the area, obviously, like within an hour or so. Uh, I think last year they played UC Santa Barbara or San Diego, one of the UCs. So we might be playing them again this year. Um, but yeah, once coach releases the schedule, I'll definitely send it out to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that'd be great. Um, <laughs> you still have um, coach from our camp, right? So what yeah. do you think are like the benefits of you know having a female coach and like as a role model and being like an empowering um, person for the team? No, it's, yeah, it's definitely great. Um, you know, coaches, coach specifically, Coach Reyes, she's very like she she makes an effort to get to know us and to like 
be your coach, but also like kind of be our friend, like off the court, you know, just hang out with us. Um, and I definitely think it, it is, it's, I don't actually, oh my gosh, I've never had a male coach except in elementary school during for rec. So um, I've been very thankful to actually, you know, have those role models and um, someone, you know, I can relate to who loves the sport just as much as I do, but also, you know, goes through the same struggles that <laughs> women might go through as well. Um, but yeah, she's definitely very encouraging. So. Um, a question that I just realized I probably should have asked earlier was about um, the college recruitment process, because you applied in for college in like 2019, right? So then you kind of got some decisions during COVID. So what was like the process like or the communication between you and coach? Yeah, um, so my coach contacted Coach Reyes like earlier in high school. And I, I also went to the We STEM camp, which is where I met you, obviously. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was what, 2018, right? Or was it summer 2019? summer 2019 summer 2019 was the camp right so we kept in contact afterwards and then she invited me back for a recruiting trip or yeah recruitment trip in November so that's where we were able to talk more about you know my plans and what colleges I wanted to go to and if I wanted to play still um so yeah and I just applied to Caltech uh early not early decision early action that's what it is um and then yeah just let it be after that (laughs) (laughs) but man it like I've seen um people who I played like club club sports with get um like post-commitment stuff and I just remember thinking because um hold on one second sure (laughs) I guess I guess my grandma came over to my place and uh, I thought she dropped off dinner and left. Left, but oh. she opened my bedroom door and she was like, "Eat the rice and eat the fish that we brought." In. Classic, but, classic grandma. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's very sweet. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I've seen a lot of my friends like commit for you know like basketball and softball and then I guess a few for soccer and. Um, I don't know, I guess, what were maybe some, some skills that you learned either from your teammates or some realizations you had about playing college basketball when you had like that November trip? Mm, Yeah, I, hmm, well, I I suppose I, I did realize like, oh, wow, like Caltech is hard, like it's as hard as they say, because um talking to the girls about like how much work they have and you know their sleep suffers a little bit (laughs) you know you can help it during season um but then also like just having to manage like your time like really well because like you do need to get sleep like during season otherwise you know you'll be kind of a little bit you know in pain (laughs) um so I I really had to evaluate if like that's the challenge I wanted to take on um but I did think that it was worth it because in spite of, you know, 
how difficult that might have been for the girls. They're still very close and enjoyed, you know, playing the sport and spending time with each other. Um, so I, I realized I wanted to be part of that team. And, you, you know, because that's, you know, my favorite part about team sports. So, <laughs> yeah, like getting to know other people and, you know, like being able to relate on a certain level. Yeah. And also just, you know, basketball is like a good break from schoolwork, too. So. Um, just, you know, working out, being able to take your mind off of school for a few hours a day. Um, really nice. <laughs> um, speaking of taking, taking your mind off for a few hours, like after um, going to the camp, I think I told maybe you and some other people was I, I think I'm the only one who didn't play, who wasn't playing club at that time because in high school, um, at least at my first high school, then I stopped playing basketball after like my freshman year. And I just played with, um, I, like around my area, there's this thing called, um, there's like a Japanese league for like Japanese Americans. Mm-hmm. And I played with my team, maybe like sophomore year and a little bit of junior year, but it was uh, maybe, it was like one tournament for maybe like three months, like a league kind of and then a little bit during summer and that was it but oh. and then at my international school I finally started getting back into it again oh. because like actually because of um the Caltech thing like I remember you remember the first day I, I um the first or second day I had a roller and uh-huh. <laughs> I was gonna be so sore because I hadn't played so long but I think meeting people like um you and Logan and the other the other girls on the team kind of made me think like really made me miss like that teamwork part of it mm, yeah so at my international school I started playing again and I only had one season and I was supposed to have a second but I got cut off uh, but, um, oh no so I, tragic I the um the break part because for me this last season of basketball I had that ended in 2020 was um that was like my relief from, you know, like all the school stuff. And yeah, I, for some reason, I just liked um, running warmups more than, you know, <laughs> like sometimes my design technology or math homework, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my last question for you, is um, in the sophomore, in your sophomore semester, um, let's say that you have a, coach calls a day off for practice or says um, that you don't have to wake up for an early practice on a weekend, um, what would you do with your day or how would you take that time to yourself? That's a fun question. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I would sleep in (laughs) and then uh, definitely work on like club projects uh, with other people or just hang out, you know, whatever people I find sitting around the lounge in our, in like Lloyd or something, um, just hang out with them. Um, I mean, okay, this is also assuming like my work is done, like <laughs> maybe work, whatever school work I have. <laughs> um, but yeah, just like spending time doing, like hanging out with people and getting to know people. Cause there's so many great people here on campus and I really enjoyed like living on campus and being able to get to know them while I have time to do that. Um, and yeah, working on different club projects. So yeah, just very casual, relaxed day. 
maybe going out of town um, or to the beach with friends too. That, that that's really fun. Yeah, and maybe getting um, the teeth punched. I remember we were trying. We were running against like the what the soccer team or the <laughs> tennis team to try to beat so them. So funny! Oh my gosh. <laughs> Like, I think I have, like, one video from it, and it was, it's someone else's video where all you could see are, like, the three or four streetlights, and the camera was just crazy. <laughs> yeah, we were, we were booking it. We were running. <laughs> I, remember, I think we beat them to the T-Pumps line, but then it was non-Caltech people that were standing there. Right. And then we told Coach, like, hey, we beat the soccer people, so can we, like, not have that 7 a.m. practice? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh, the early practices. (laughs) I just went to Disneyland recently, and I realized, like, oh, the last time I went was two years ago, and I went on the last day that we had camp, so we finished maybe, like, 11 or noon, and I was about to drive home, and my dad calls me because my cousins from Hong Kong were in town, uh-huh. And he goes like, hey, so we're at Disneyland. So do you want to come? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I was so sore, but I went anyways. Um, but I don't know. It's It's been, like, amazing, like, reminiscing with you over, like, stuff that happened at Cat Tech and being able to catch up with you. So I just wanted to really oh, thank you for, like, um, especially saving me because I needed this episode for um, uploading like tomorrow or Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, no, of course. Thank you for having me. It's, it's been great, you know. This has definitely gotten me to, like, reflect on my basketball career and, you know, high school career and how I ended up where I am. So, yeah, it's been great talking with you. Yeah, thanks so much. I'll, um, I'll text you afterwards. Perfect. Sounds good. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>